The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and Brett King. Welcome everyone, nice to have you along for episode 99 of The Boys of Tech for Monday the 17th of January 2011. My name is Edwin Herman and standing in for Brett King we have Cameron Colley from Brisbane. Welcome along Cameron. Thanks very much, happy to be here. It's always good to have you on the show, Uh, you've done a number of shows now with us. I have. And we got you on the show this time because the floods in Brisbane. Yes. Yes, it's been crazy. I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm literally lost for words about that. You know, I've, I've been, I've watched the footage on TV. I've watched footage on the internet. I've read some heart wrenching stories about people's lives being lost. Yeah. So, yeah, Cameron, tell me, are you? How were you affected? Are you okay? Have you? Got yeah. A- look, look, look. We're fine. I'm fine. I, I, I my suburb. Uh, I live in this new farm. It's an inner city suburb. We're about a, a, a block or two back from um, uh, the river. Oh, so you'd be it, one of the worst hit. Yeah, the suburb was really badly hit. We've got a really like big famous park down here. The whole park went under. Yeah, basically houses, uh, streets. It's just been crazy. So my street did get hit, but not where I live. We're back a little bit from that, maybe fifty meters from basically ground zero. I guess you'd call it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, great. Um, I've been a bit of a, a disaster tourist, walking around my neighborhood taking photographs and stuff. So. It's been interesting, yeah. I saw one of your photos you took, and yes. all I can see is just a whole heap of water and a couple of road signs sticking up from that. That's right. Yes, it's and, it's, and buildings flooded. You know, it's yes. unbel- this thing was un- this is out of this world. Yeah, yeah, and it's such a large area too. Um, basically, I think it's been what two two times the size of the UK. Was it? Was it that big? That the that area big. that yeah. is insane. So yeah. what? Where did this water come from? Is this a storm or was it Look, a? We it it? has. It's been raining here for so long. It's just been ridiculous. Basically, before Christmas, I mean, for the first time in my life, I remember I wore jeans to to Christmas and it wasn't hot. Now Queensland Christmas, it's you know you know you're going to hit at least thirty five degrees. It's going to be a scorcher. You can fry Christ- an egg on the road normally. You can. Christmas is just a hot day. Everyone you know stands around the barbecue and is drinking copious amounts of alcohol and but you know it's it's just a hot day it's it's always really humid it's it's just what happens but this year was the first year in in my entire life I recall it not being that way and it was quite cool and it had been raining for weeks then so basically this is just a huge deluge of rain we've had so it's just um, been building up and collecting and and eventually yeah, having yeah. to to uh, so the, the river's basically burst its banks and that's what's yeah. causing Yeah, well, basically after all this time Everything's come down from the mountains. Everything's come down from all the other suburbs. And I live on the last, you know, the, the mouth of the river is about to head out to the ocean type thing. Uh, and the water's just had nowhere to go. So this is, over all this time, it's just been building and building and building. And the last couple of weeks, the deluge has just increased with rain. And basically, yeah, the river's broken its banks. I saw some amazing footage, some horrifying footage, really, of cars being swept down, down the river. You know, cars are being picked up and collected along like just matchboxes in a stream. That's right. Yeah, it's just been ridiculous. That footage you saw happened in Toowoomba. Oh, uh, so that, was, that wasn't that was Brisbane then? No, no. That's about an hour away. 
maybe. Uh, and drive. as you say, that just goes to show the, the huge area that was affected. Yeah, yeah. I got sent home work for early on Tuesday. People then were talking about, you know, the possible flooding and, and how bad it was going to be. And I'm a bit like, mm, really? This sounds a bit, you know, all apoc- apocalyptic and whatnot. My wife came home that afternoon and said, you know, Toowoomba's just had this eight metre wall of water run through the town. And I'm like, are you serious? She goes, put the news on. And I did, and we couldn't believe it. I mean, that footage of those cars, and uh, that, I mean, that just that literally just hit out of nowhere. Like, people are walking across the street, and suddenly this water just came out of nowhere. It picked cars up and just threw people around, and a lot of people lost their lives up there. Almost like a tsunami, really. Correct, yeah. But if you knew Toowoomba, it's on a mountain range, and it's out west. So Toowoomba is basically the beginning of the outback. That's the, that's the, the big town before oh, wow. you start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Toowoomba is a, a country town. But it's a big country town, and essentially, it's the capital. What they call the capital, you know, of out west. So, so, so we were most of the lives lost. Was it was that in Toowoomba or was that elsewhere? Yeah, further down from Toowoomba too is a small, a smaller town down the bottom of the range. So, Toowoomba, like when you drive to Toowoomba, it's like your ears pop because you've got to go up this steep incline for like half an hour. You guys would probably call it a hill. We call it a mountain. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been told our, our it's all relative. Like, yeah, our, our mountains aren't anything compared to yours. So down the bottom of the range is a small town called Grantham. Now, basically, that town had a uh, basically tidal wave roll over, and that's the place that lost the most life. It's really quite sad. There's there's still people missing, and people a lot of people lost their lives. People who's you know suddenly again all of a sudden crossing the road, doing whatever they're doing, trying to walk around their yard, and suddenly this water's come out of nowhere. Children were lost, parents were lost. It was just awful. So I understand you had to evacuate your home. That's correct. The mayor came on the TV and said, "Look." You live in these following areas, we advise you to get out now. Um, so was your the, home flooded in the end? No, it wasn't, no. But you I moved just a bit too far, right. But you had, yeah, all the furniture went upstairs. We prepared for the fact that, you know, I didn't, I didn't want my plasma getting wet. So, you know, I had to brush it upstairs. And, <laughs> well, you don't want to take <laughs> chances, do you? No, no, no. This is, and I mean, flood insurance isn't something you can get easily. I, I don't know what, you, what it's like over there, but you don't get flood insurance here. I've never considered flood insurance. No, of course you wouldn't, no. Well, no, mind but, you, we, we're here in Wellington, and Wellington's basically built on a bunch of hills, so I don't think we'll ever get floods. We get no, landslides. Yeah. Every time it rains, we get a landslide, and sometimes a, a house gets sort of mm. carried away, but it's yeah. not well, floods. What about, what about earthquake insurance? Can you get that? Uh, uh, <laughs> I bet that's hard here in Wellington. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. earthquake insurance, yeah, well, they'd, they'd give, it to us, you know, give it to us no problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's the chance of an earthquake in Brisbane? Not a lot, I'd say. But certainly, yeah, so, I mean... This has been sort of dubbed a, a one-in-a-century event. Correct, yeah. Yeah, it is. We had one in 1974 and then another one in 1890. So, mm, mm. it's just been crazy. So, yeah, we had to evacuate. But had to shut so, down where did you that. go? Uh, we went to a place called Samford, which is where my parents-in-law live. And they, uh, are they, were they affected? Not at all. Oh, no, 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 no. If, um, if they got affected, then it's basically the end of the world. <laughs> if they got flooded, it would just... Yeah, Queensland would just be no more. Um, oh, are they up on a hill? Are they? Yeah, and it's right, way up. right. It's okay, yeah, possible to get flooded there. So yeah, okay. Was, so um, nice, safe, and dry up on the definitely, definitely on the hill. Yep. Yeah. So it's all good. I wonder. They must have got an interesting view from from up there, looking at looking down on the on the lower lying areas. Yeah, well, I mean, you couldn't really see from where their house is, so to speak. But yeah, we were just concerned that we, you know, we may not be able to get back for a while either. But uh, the water subsided fairly quickly once it once it hit its peak, and yeah, now there's just a lot of grey mud everywhere. So, what was the worst day? Uh, the worst day was the Thursday. So it's Thursday the thirteenth. 
Correct, correct. Because it was four o'clock that morning that the river hit its peak and that's what everyone was concerned about. And so what's it like now? I mean, this is, it's now Monday morning. So what, what's it like now? Look at, is it all river, gone or? No, well, the river, the water's gone. The river's still fairly high and it's still moving at a fairly rapid rate, but it, it's, it's, it's going down considerably. But you're left with a whole heap of sludge and muck it's, and stuff. You everywhere. have no idea. It's just this crazy gray and it's that river silt as well. So I went out to the park where it was underwater for a while and there's probably, it's, it's like a good five centimeters thick. Oh, is that and right? It's starting to crack, but it looks like it's just this, someone has just laid out this, um, this clay carpet that's cracking and it's just all you can see. Oh man, that's a huge cleanup. Yeah. Oh, it's, a- it's, it's amazing. I, I, I mean, it's, it's a huge area that's been affected. And wow. even just even in Brisbane city, like even in my immediate vicinity, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. The volunteer situation has just been awesome. Apparently it's, um, they've just really, there was like, yeah, thousands and thousands of people came from the unaffected suburbs just to, you know, all the buses ran for free. They just picked you up and they took you to a place that needed help and they took you home again. Oh, that's, that's really um, good. Just strangers, you know, people I've been on my street this afternoon because there's a lot of um, work where you saw that photograph, all that roundabout, all that had to get cleaned out and there's people with those gurneys and spraying water and stuff. And I was coming back from the shops and there was a family that had turned up and the dad was setting up a barbecue and the mother was pulling food out and they were basically going to, just start cooking food for the people who are working. Oh, like, it's yeah, neat. Yeah. It's nice to see a really good community effort there. Oh, it's, you know, it's everyone chipping in and doing their absolutely own. Absolutely incredible. It's just, yeah, it's been really good. So, look, I, you know, I had been thinking about you because I, I know that uh, you know you've been on our show a number of times, and mm. uh, when these floods hit, I, I did think of you. I thought, well, you know, I, I hope Cameron's all right, and I hope your family's all right. It sounds like you were very, very close to having your house underwater as well. Yeah, I mean, it's still. I figured it might have get got to say knee level with us, just given the way. You know, you can sort of tell, or basically, you know, if it rises again another meter, it's probably going to get to here and blah blah blah. But yeah, I was just more concerned about how much work I have to do cleaning up the place. Like, <laughs> just thinking, oh great, you know, and just mud and stuff in your house. That's that's not really cool. And the thing is, when the disaster's over, like when the rains are over, people kind of think. Oh, okay. That's the end of that, and let people get on. But really, it's the start of a huge cleanup, yeah. which will take a lot longer than the actual disaster took in the first place. Correct. It will be. Not only that, there's a lot of things we've, they've got to consider now. They're going to have to look at redoing certain stormwater things around the city, around Queensland. Certain properties, uh, property prices. Are, are, there's going to be a lot of like it's going to be years before we actually can turn around now and say, right, we're over that now. Hmm. Like yeah. there's all this stuff to come. Now they're talking about, now they're concerns about diseases because of the amount of mosquitoes and the amount of water that was around. Like if there's a cholera outbreak, then, you know. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what they're concerned about now is disease control and then a lot of other issues associated with mosquitoes and whatnot. One thing that came to my mind was foundations. Has, has the flood affected foundations and made homes and buildings unstable? I don't know. Was, I don't know if it works. Uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not sure about that. I really don't know if that that affects things or whether that's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure if you had a fairly weak foundation to begin with, then maybe it wouldn't help, but I am not too sure. Now, you also told me about a, a video, which I, I did see actually, of a, a restaurant floating down the river. Correct, yeah. And a that's, whole restaurant. How does that work? Well, basically, it's a floating restaurant. And it's been there for a number of years, for as long as I remember. Probably, you're probably looking 25 years. And essentially, it broke its moorings. So there's a point where everything's tied up, but the river keeps rising and it can't be held down anymore. Something's going to give. 
That's and right. something, that, something that, did give. That happened to a lot of boats where they're anchored and then the water keeps rising, the boat's going up and the anchor just rips out and the boat just goes. Now, of course, with the river's so high, these boats that normally sail under bridges, the bridges are suddenly there's like six foot between the bridge and the water. Oh, man. These boats are just getting pummeled and this restaurant flew down the river. Just ridiculous. So, yeah, crazy. And also there's a, there's a floating walkway that I used to use to, to get into work into the city. And it's about a kilometre long. So basically I walk down the end of my street. Uh, I walk out onto this sort of floating walkway. I walk along the river and then it links back up to the, to the main part of the city and I, I walk off. Now, a 300-metre piece of that broke away as well. It just tore off and started hurtling down the river. I'm just looking at pictures of that right now. Yeah, and yeah. A, a tugboat guy went and grabbed that and basically guided that out into the bay safely. Oh, that's good. Because if that started swinging into other boats or if it, it, it hit anything at all, it would just destroy them. So your family's safe and well? Everything's fine. Everything's good. And friends and relatives also safe and well? Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's mm. good. The Blu-ray collection is intact. I'm happy. <laughs> Your internet's working. The internet's working, yeah. It's fine. Uh, uh, I know, it's just been nuts. But you were out of power for a while? Yeah, yeah, they had to shut the power down the street given that uh, there was so much water around. So we were out for about three days. So it wasn't until the water subsided and got down to a low enough level they could turn all those back on. I was speaking to well, Energex is the company or that runs or provides power around here. And they basically, the guys, the techs said that, yeah, we have to turn them off because if the water gets into the transformers and they explode, then you're not going to have power for a long, long time. Uh, right, okay. So they, if they turn it off now, the water comes up, it goes down, they give it a bit of a spray out, they can just turn it back on and everything's fine. So you lose a little now to save a lot later. Correct. Unbelievable. Yes. Well, look, I'm glad to know that, uh, that you're safe and well and that your, your family's safe and well. I kind of wish I was able to, to be over there and lend a hand with the cleanup. Ah, oh, look, no problem at all. But it's uh, obviously just not possible. But uh, I know there are a lot of people donating time, donating money, and uh, just making themselves available. So it sounds like there's a, a good community spirit there. Yes, yes. No, it's been great. Oh, something I'll never forget anyway. No, you won't. You will never forget this. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Drinkle, has that, has that put a dampener on Drinkle? Uh, excuse the pun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it has a little bit. It's sort of because uh, I'm obviously based in Queensland. There's a lot of smaller stores, and a lot of them are going to be under. And we sort of, yeah. So we've, we've it's probably delayed that for for a couple of weeks. The southern but, stores will be fine, but it's just a bit hard to go and call up people and say, "Hey, let's talk about marketing." And they're mm. like, "Hey, I'm spraying mud out of my shop." Yeah, um, <laughs> let's talk yeah. about the cleanup first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to give them a bit of breathing space and let them get back on track before anything can happen. Right, but you're not dropping the idea. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. no. And right. people can still register at drinkle.com? They can. They can. We've got something set up that we can tell where you're coming from. Right. And then we get your, we'll, you know, we'll send you an email out when to, to let you know when it's coming out in your area. So, so you, if, you, if you sign up from New Zealand, you'll get a notification when we've launched in New Zealand. Nice one. Excellent. I've already done that a long time ago, so uh, Excellent. I'm, I'm sure I'll get the email. Cool. Oh, and also we're doing a newsletter too, just to keep people updated and some interesting- Oh, uh, good. That's uh, a good idea. Yeah. Tidbits I'll on- I'll for that. Um, yeah, yeah, little bits of tidbits and cool stories that I found on alcohol-related articles and whatnot. So we're going to try and put that out at least once every two weeks. So, yeah. Sounds like a great idea. Cool. And as usual, wishing you the best on that project. And Excellent. Uh, we'll keep us up to date on how it goes. Will do. All right, so we've got a few stories this week also to cover. <laughs> you've probably been more preoccupied with the uh, <laughs> the disaster that's been happening. I don't, know if you've, <laughs> I don't know if you've sort of kept an eye on the wires, but... Uh, 
One of the big stories that's happened, one of the biggest stories in the week just been, is Google announcing that it's going to drop the H.264 codec from Chrome. So as you may know, there's there's a big sort of fight going on and uh, Google is really angry at the fact that H.264, which is a codec that uh, attracts royalty payments, mm. uh, is included in the HTML5 standards. And Google, as we know from uh, some time ago, we reported this, that they developed their own codec called WebM, and they're really wanting to push that. So what's happened this week is that they've announced they are no longer supporting H.264 in their Chrome web browser, but they will be supporting Theora, which is the uh, open source, one of the open source uh, codecs, and their own WebM. The critics are saying, and there's a lot of critics on this one, Google's really going against the grain on this one. People are saying this is the wrong move. So so why would they be doing something like that? Well, this is the interesting thing because they claim they're doing it because they support open codecs and that's what they want to do. They want to support anything that's open. But it's I think they're kind of they're using the wrong word and I don't know whether they're doing that deliberately to misguide people because you know it's kind of a nice feel good thing to say we're supporting open standards. Mm. But in actual fact, the irony here is that H264 from a technical point of view, is an open standard. It was developed by a consortium of people, so it wasn't just one company you know, in a little closet developing away. It has been developed by a consortium of people from a whole range of different companies and uh, interested parties. And furthermore, it's been submitted to one of the, in fact, a couple of the standards organizations, ISO and the ITU. It is open. And to add insult to injury, WebM from a technical point of view, is not open. It was developed in-house by one organization and with no input from anyone else. It is not open. What Google is, I think, trying to confuse us with is H.264, whilst it is is open, even though Google says it's not, attracts royalty payments. That's, I I think, what they're trying to say, but they're using the wrong words. So H.264 attracts royalty payments and you can't argue that, that that's not a good thing. Uh, whereas WebM and Theora, which Google support, don't. But see, the issue here is Google is, is really using the word open because it's a nice mm. feel-good word. It's the wrong That's word. Right. It, it is, In fact, it's the opposite. That they're, they're, they're dropping an open an open codec for a closed one. But really what they're trying to say is that they're, they're dropping a, a royalty-laden codec for a free one. Mm. So I think they're being a little sneaky, I suspect, on this one. To be honest, H.264 is tried and tested. It's in use in a lot of places. That's right. It is a standard. Sure, it attracts royalties, but it is a standard. I think they're doing the wrong move, the wrong thing here. They're doing the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. If you're using Chrome right now, there's a lot of video, or at least a new version of Chrome that's going to come out. There's a lot of video you won't be able to see on the web. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting move for them anyway. They're kind of like saying, look, uh, we're going to take our ball and no one's going to play. Well, kind of, yeah, yeah, pretty much, and yeah, mm. you are you're getting our technology and nothing else, and uh, really, I think they're just annoyed that uh, that the standard is what it is. But at the end of the day, the standards are what they are, and they're not decided by one organisation. They're, stand- they're decided by a bunch of people, and Google should just go with it. That's what I think anyway, and that's what a lot of analysts think. Mm. So, <laughs> good luck to you, Google, on this one. I must say, I like Google, but I, I really don't think they've done the right thing this time. WikiLeaks. Now, it wouldn't be a complete episode of The Boys of Tech if we don't talk about WikiLeaks. Love our uh, WikiLeaks. 
Uh, yeah, and there's nothing to do with the floods in Brisbane. You've had enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had enough leaking. Leaks, yeah, leaking <laughs> now, the latest on this one is that Julian Assange, founder of WikiLeaks, has vowed to release and publish what he calls an insurance file, uh, this time on Rupert Murdoch and his News Corp network. Mm, apparently, mm. he's got some dirt on that. And so he's saying if the government's out there, particularly the US government, manages to take down WikiLeaks, he is going to release a whole bunch of files that paint Rupert Murdoch and News Corp in a rather bad light. Really? Mm. That, that that Rupert Murdoch and News Corp haven't already done themselves? <laughs> Good point. I, I would love to see what these documents are. <laughs> I bet it turns out that Rupert Murdoch was the one that, that cancelled Firefly. And I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like probably- he Like he himself... <laughs> and I'll just they'll, he just know that he just knows the internet will just go crazy. News Corp and you know, Murdoch aren't particularly popular at the moment. You know the whole paywall thing, but yeah. uh, you know I can imagine there's probably quite a bit of dirt on them, and that's exactly what Julian Assange claims he has and will release. The thing that I find interesting is there are now over two thousand WikiLeaks mirror sites. Wow! So I, I I can't imagine that anyone would want to try and shut down. WikiLeaks because these 2,000 out there are just going to spring up and take over. Well, I guess they're just sitting and waiting, really, aren't they? They are. And, you know, this whole thing is kind of like, it's like being in a movie, really. This whole thing is unreal. Mm. I I almost can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I'm looking forward to WikiLeaks, the movie. Yeah, I I was was thinking just that as well. This Mm. this has to be made into a movie. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Julian Assange is pretty gutsy. He's annoyed the governments, particularly the US government. He's now annoying big business. This could mm. be a dangerous thing for him. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. He's not. I mean, this has been around for years. This is no different to, you know, the Watergate incident where an informant gave a journalist some information, story was published. Okay, it brought down a president. Because, yeah, people are saying, oh, he's stealing stuff. He's not stealing anything. He's being provided this information. Oh, that's right. Someone else is stealing it. Other, well, other people are uh, saying, look, I think you should, you know, yeah, well, not stealing it. I mean, it's, they just know something. They get the evidence and they've handed it to a journalist. That's essentially what's happening. So I'm a supporter of WikiLeaks. I mean, I think what he's doing is, is a great thing. If it keeps in, you know, big businesses and, and, and governments in line, I think this is what the people need. But, yeah, I, I think it's a very, a very gutsy move on his part. Yeah, I, I, look, I agree with you. I just, as I say, I, I don't know that I would do it. I'd be, well, too, I'd, be, I'd be honest with you. I'd be too scared to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the the chance of him being assassinated that's sort of come and gone. It's. You do you know, think? Yeah, because they they kind of don't want if he gets killed, it's going to be really obvious what's happened. So they kind of want this one guy to be seen as kind of annoying and a, you know a wacky guy and everything else. I mean, they they take him down. That you know his own little personal vendetta becomes a whole lot of other people's religion, and he'll be you know basically put up on a pedestal and there'll be, a, there'll be like where they've got a thousand WikiLeaks supporters, you're going to have a million if something happens to him. They must realise that, surely. Mm. Oh, they would. Yeah. And I don't, that's why I don't think anything will ever happen to him. That's why I think they're taking the angle of this whole bizarre rape and sexual assault allocations and stuff. Well, I just think that's all rather bizarre. Well, the thing is, if he gets extradited to the US... Uh... Okay, he might, even if he doesn't get assassinated, nasty things could still happen to him. Possibly. I mean, look what, happened, uh, look what goes on at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, have they shut that down yet? I don't think they have. Have yeah. they? 
don't, I don't know. know. They were going to uh, what's his name? Obama was going to. Yeah, maybe. But then, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they just have another one? Like, well, I'm sure this yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, as if as if America doesn't have other underground bunkers where it's uh, just got people tied up and, and you tortured. know tortured and yeah, exactly. You know stuff like that. I, I I'm gonna we're gonna keep an eye on this one. I, well, everyone is uh, I think all eyes on WikiLeaks to be honest because as I say, this is playing out really honestly. Like it's like being in a movie. What's going to happen next? What, what's yeah. his next move? And is he going to die? Or you mm. know, are they going to get him? Are they going to capture him? Yeah. So, so no, I'd love to know what the uh, what that what he's got on Rupert Murdoch because that would just be awesome. And I love the fact that he's got like this in, insurance thing. Like if anything happens to him, automatically all this stuff just gets emailed. Yeah. He's, well, probably, he's probably got some sort of software where he has to log in once a day. Oh yeah, to keep it <laughs> keep, keep it going. And if, if he doesn't, then there's a countdown, and then after and then that, boom. It boom, everything goes off. <laughs> that's how that's how I'd like it to be. That's the movie version that's in my head. It's probably not. It's just a folder he's got under his bed or something. <laughs> well, actually, but I he does actually have a bunch of stuff that is encrypted, and he's given the keys to a bunch of people he knows, and they've been instructed that on his disappearance or death, that they're going to unencrypt the stuff and release it. Wow. Mm. So uh, I don't know if you split the keys up so that n- no one person can. I don't know how. I don't know the details, but what I do It'd be know cool is if they're actually physical keys where they all had to put them in at the same time. Oh man, that, that, like that's, a, a, that's a real movie now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all have and to meet at a certain place and put the key in, keys in, and it. turn. That's and, it. Yeah. <laughs> one by one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be really cool. All right. So we'll put that to one side. Oh, actually, before we do, uh, also one thing on News Corp as well. I, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> but thinking about getting rid of MySpace or creating a spin-off from it. Good move, I say. MySpace is dead. Oh, MySpace is the is the GeoCities of social networks. Yes, well put, well put. Yes, yeah. kind of because it looks like GeoCities. It's just this terrible, terrible... Uh, I oh, mean, it, I know. You basically, I mean, 15-year-old kids have no design taste whatsoever. <laughs> so you've got the most you know, garish-looking oh, layouts and colours, and it's just... Yeah, I always felt like my eyes were being raped every time I went to someone's, <laughs> you know. And, and music would start playing. It was just like, stop. Oh, I said, I know. Go, yeah, stop it. Yeah, exactly. What's That's- going on? You go to visit a band or you go into someone else's MySpace and suddenly their favorite song starts. I don't want to hear that. At least give me the option. I don't mind it being, I don't mind it some sort of playlist sitting there, but give me the option of hitting play. Oh, exactly. Just don't assume I want to hear it. No, oh, no, don't throw it at me and shove yeah. it down my throat. And uh-huh. the thing is, I look, I'll say this. Points to News Corp for actually realizing that they've got a dead horse, you know? Mm. I mean, I've, you know, you see organizations clutching at straws, thinking they've got something going, trying to get the last mile out of it. And, you know, points to these guys, to News Corp, for actually realizing that MySpace is a dead duck. It's not going anywhere. They've had problems for a long time. They can't get, uh, they can't get new people interested in it. They can't retain the existing people. You know, good on them for realizing that. But at what cost? I mean, what half a half a billion dollars or something? Was yeah, it? Yeah. How much did they pay for that? Was it half a yeah. billion? Was it? Yeah, five hundred something. Wow. That's and that was only what five years ago. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's that, right. Yeah. That yeah. would have hurt. If anything, there's someone I know who's in the underground bunker. He's the guy who authorized the MySpace purchase. They're just, they're just, he's just definitely getting tortured and tortured and tortured. Yeah, but look. But to be fair, surely it's a drop in the bucket for News Corp. Um, you know, ooh. Rupert Murdoch, I mean, how much is he uh, worth? How much so, is his News Corp organization worth? Um, I, I think about approximately maybe 70, 70 billion would be the market cap. So yeah. look, I think I think half a billion, that, that's a decent that's a decent chunk. 
You well, know? yeah, but, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's not insignificant. Yeah, true. No. I'll and accept, so I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah, to basically have to let that go, that's, that's not good. And I'm surprised they couldn't turn something around. I mean, they had the kids. The kids were there. The bands were there. Yeah, Why? but look, I think I think they're doing the right thing because they've tried to get this thing to keep this thing going, and they haven't. So, I think it's a common sense thing to say. Look, at you know, how long do we keep trying? You know, at some point, yeah. you got to call the shot and say, look, that's, that's it. true. You know? It's true, but I, I just think, I mean, they had all the pieces. They had, they had the, to me, they had the pieces of the jigsaw. Yeah, just, but you know, I think when they bought it, I think it was already. In fact, I know it was already on the decline when they bought it. They 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 weren't able to turn it around. Okay, it wasn't in the dire straits that it, it is now, but you know, it had gone past its peak mm. when they bought it. I, I so could, are, they, yeah. are, they just, are they just going to sell it off to someone else and try and well, cut their Because it must be worth something still. It uh, must be, it must, it must it be it worth must, something. But yeah, look, but uh, it's, it's yeah. got to be returning money. But whether it, you know, they turn around, they sell it for 10 mil because it really is only bringing a million dollars a year in advertising. But seriously, considering doing a, a spin off from it, a, a whole new one. In what way? I mean, how, how are they going to do something like that? What are they spinning off? Are they just going to do another one? Here's my take on it anyway. The brand MySpace is a dead duck. Social networking is not. The problem is with the brand. I, I think yeah. they need, they, no matter how, I guess what I'm trying to say is no matter how good they make it, now it's too late. It, the name is tainted. They need a new name and, and uh-huh. hence something, something new and fresh. That's what I think. And again, regarding a spinoff, I'm thinking that if they've got the, the bands and the music and stuff there and, and kids, they could sort of maybe limit it to just like a band-only thing. Where yeah, because that was their forte, dist- wasn't it? Distribute music. and Well, I mean, that, that's the forte I thought they were heading towards. That's what mm. I was looking at. I mean, I didn't like it at all because I just, I'm not 15. So when Facebook come along, <laughs> like the fact that you couldn't change. I mean, it's a social network and it had friends and you could do everything it could do, but it was it was controlled in the way that the design wasn't affected and you couldn't just go doing whatever you want. So that's what I mean. As I said before, I mean, they had the pieces, the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle there. They had record companies, bands launching. Some bands existed purely on MySpace. That's, that's, how, they, that's how they got found. Yeah, that's and, true. Mm. Um, I think the Arctic Monkeys, off the top of my head, was a band that, that did that, did everything through MySpace and, and became huge. So whether they could sort of maybe, again, the spinoff could be, look, we're still calling it MySpace. It's really about music and you interacting with with other bands or, or, or independent bands launching and, you know, we're going to help them promote and sell MP3s through our site and that's what we're going to do. It's not so much social between friends. It's you and it's a distribution uh, platform for music. Well, you can beat your bottom dollar. They're going to have some paywall in there somewhere, somehow. Oh, he loves He'll his work his paywall. He loves his paywalls. He loves his paywalls. <laughs> Where would he be without his paywalls? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what his, uh, his thing with Steve Jobs is going to be. They're looking at producing an iPad only. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, that was delayed, apparently. It's been oh, delayed. Really? Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been cancelled, but it's been delayed. So we'll oh, have to so wait a bit longer. Maybe, mm. they need the, maybe they need the money from the MySpace sale to flick over to to make their... Uh, ah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's mm. <laughs> well, that's all coming together. It is, it is. This is how rumours start, you know. It's true. <laughs> I, like, I like starting them. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no flood in Brisbane. No, there wasn't. That was just but that you was just me. made it up, and, that was and it me spread like wildfire. That was just <laughs> yeah. that was me on Photoshop. That's pretty good Photoshop skills. I look, I'll tell you what: if you can Photoshop that, I'll hire you. Yeah, yeah. No, that was me in a blue screen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, actually, I'll tell you one story that I thought was really cool, and you may have heard of this as well. Is Korean director Park Chan Wook has made a movie that's been entirely shot on iPhone fours. Wow, ten of them, ten iPhone fours, ten. Yep, no cameras. Well, you know, no. 
you know, no, what do you call them? No proper cameras, iPhone 4s. Yeah. 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 And so, in fact, I've seen behind the scenes footage. It's really crazy. You see them with these, like they got these big tripods or whatever you call them in the movie industry. I presume they still call them tripods. And on top is this tiny little iPhone in a little bracket. (laughs) It's odd. It's really weird. So, okay. So they've just shot a a movie, technically, a a standard way of shooting. So it it just looks much more, what? Lo-fi, I guess, to a point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. much worse. (laughs) Much worse quality, I guess. It's, um, yeah, it's it's called night fishing. It's uh, it's in Korean. He's he's a Korean director, mm-hmm. and it's thirty minutes long. So it's a short film, and it's now apparently going to be screened at cinemas in Korea. Wow! Yeah, and is it because it's good, or is it just because? Hey, check out my film and I shot on iPhone. I don't know. Film. I don't know anyone who knows Korean to ask them if it's any good. Okay, but uh, you know, I, I watched the trailer. I didn't really understand much. <laughs> it looks interesting. I, yeah. I think, you know, come on, let's face it. It's, it's obviously a novelty thing, isn't it? People are going to see this in the cinemas because of the, the press it's had. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a good movie too. Maybe it's got a good storyline. I don't know. And I don't want to say it hasn't. But I, I think one of the big attractions, I mean, look, if it came here, I'd watch it. I wouldn't even read the storyline first. I'd go straight there to watch it so I can experience a, an, iPhone, mm. an iPhone movie. I'd be keen to know if they used any apps, any uh and yeah, like, cause there's different apps for getting, getting different effects. If I want to make it look sort of grainy or if I want to shoot something in sepia and, you know, have, um, make it all sort of scratchy and look like it was shot in the 1920s, I can do that as well. I noticed some black and white uh, sections. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah. it's a very low budget film, 130,000 US, which is nothing. No, it's not. Yeah. But that's also, that's also a lot for a 30 minute film. I would have thought shot on iPhones. Like, well, well, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, yes, it is cheap for a film, but for a 30-minute film not shot on iPhones, well, what'd you spend the other 129000 on? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, there were, ten, there were 10 iPhones, to be fair. There was 10, okay, fair so, so what's the 120000 is what you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what basically. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, you're it, right. It, it is a novelty. He's just, yeah. Yeah. And his next uh, project, apparently, is an English language film, so maybe something I might watch. I mean, I'd watch this one as well if they had subtitles. Mm. Um, subtitles in English because subtitles in Korean doesn't go down too well with me no me either squiggle, no, I'm, pretty, squiggle, I'm pretty sure that yeah squiggle dot circle slash squiggle squiggle circle <laughs> <laughs> so that's that and also Twitter apparently is uh, considering flying south going to be leaving San Francisco wow yeah it's uh, apparently found a 200,000 square foot what's that a metric anyway I don't know. A lot of our listeners are American, so it'll mean something to them. But look, I'm going to have to convert this. I'm really sorry. What's 200,000 square feet? 18,000 square meter. Okay. That mean much? <laughs> Still doesn't mean much. That's that's pretty big. Oh, almost two hectares. Holy hell. Whoa, now we're talking. Okay. Now we're talking. That's big. That's big. Yeah, that's about four and a half acre. Yeah. Wow, okay. So now that we've established that, that's uh, the complex that they've apparently uh, earmarked in Brisbane. Brisbane, California, by the way, not not flooded Brisbane where you come from. No, that's what I was going to say. Maybe they got it really cheap. Cause <laughs> yeah. yeah, you probably could to, now. Yeah, you probably could now. Yeah, maybe a, a floating Twitter sort of complex. That could be good. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, no, it's in Brisbane, California, and Walmart's apparently down there. Oh, so I, I don't know if that means anything, oh, but uh, Walmart dot, Walmart.com. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah Walmart, so. Sorry. Walmart.com. Yeah. 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 Mm. 
That's interesting. This little piece there. And the other thing I wanted to mention as well before we end the show, Wikipedia, happy birthday. Yay. Yay. Ten years old. Fantastic. Mm. Is Jimmy Wales still wanting money? <laughs> I think he's done his uh, last little sort of round, hasn't he? He's still oh, passed the hat round. Did you put money in the hat? No, I didn't, but I got sent a really funny um, email, sort of, it was a picture, it was a screen scat, and someone had, had looked up the word sexual predator, and when it had, it sort of had the headline of the article, but it had his picture above it, oh, just yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah, help, <laughs> asking for help, and it was just rather, <laughs> it was just really, really funny. Yeah, actually, I saw that one, it did the rounds, yeah. I saw that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and actually, some, I, I know some, a colleague at work really quite likes the, the look of Jimmy Wales, she's old, oh, isn't he, good looking, I kind of like him. That's what bread is it? No, no, it was, it was a girl. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll ask Brad. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We can talk about him behind his back because, you know. Yeah, we can. He, he's not here. What's, so. what's he going to do? He's yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'll download, he'll, he'll uh, listen to this later on and go, oh, God, what, those, what are yeah, they doing? Can't believe you said that. <laughs> yeah. Shake his fist in the air. Oh, yes. But no, but it's interesting how it all started. I mean, uh, let me just quote a little bit from Jimmy. He says, I clicked on edit and I wrote, hello world. And that was the beginning of Wikipedia. And he says he wants to thank all the people who have edited Wikipedia, who have spent time reading Wikipedia. And he goes on to say that one of the first articles included astronomer offering the sentence, scientist whose area of research is astronomy. And also an article on Sweden, uh, which said, country in Northern Europe. Inhabitants are called Swedes. Language spoken is Swedish. Capital is Stockholm. That's how it all started. Wow. And so that's all he wrote for that's what he did for Sweden and then it, it grew from there. I, I guess so. I wonder if Sweden is one of the biggest articles. No. Probably is now. Yeah, it's amazing to see how much it's grown. Hmm. I mean I, I, it's a website I would probably use at least once a day. It's amazing how many inaccuracies are in there too, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, there is, but I mean it's generally got it right. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh are, are you I, a big I, are you a big editor of Wikipedia? No, you... no, I just edit a couple of bits and pieces yeah, I here do, and there. I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't do a lot. Mm. But uh, you know, I, I, it's a it's a good thing. I always do use it with caution, though. And look, I'll I'll be honest. I do prefer Encyclopedia Britannica, which I use online. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Just because I trust it more. Okay. I find Wikipedia more convenient. It's uh, the writing style's a lot easier. It's laid out a lot nicer. Easier to find stuff. Mm. But I have to say, I, I, I don't trust it as much. Okay. That's not to say I don't use it, though. I still use mm. it. But I, I just, you know, use it with, with caution, you know. I, I kind yeah. of think, well, maybe what I've read here isn't, you know, 100% accurate. I'm just, just looking at this article. Uh, the paragraph said the first articles include astronom- astronomer, not astronomer, which is actually in, inaccurate in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Does it say astronomer? It does. It doesn't have. It's missing the R. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking the first, if the first article was really called astronomer, I don't think it's got much. It would, I wouldn't have thought, oh, this, this site's no going hope. nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's going nowhere. Uh, uh, yes, funny, no, funny stuff. I like it. Um, you know, I'll tell you what, on that note, I think we'll uh, we'll end the show. Sure. Cameron, it's been fantastic having you uh, join. The, in fact, stepping into Brett's boots. Yes, it's it's. I like Brett's boots. They're warm and comfy. <laughs> They're not smelly. Not at all. Not at all. He's got great tasting boots. <laughs> and you need boots where you are. I need big rubber boots. That yeah, like I, like a trout fisherman. Like those things. They're almost pants. <laughs> well, actually, that's a point. Were the whole were there any fish left over from from the floods? You're not going to believe this. There was a suburb that reported a bull shark. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not joking. Really? 
there, there's sure. got to be a, an Uber legend, surely. No, it's no, it's not. No, really? There, yes, no, there was a shark. <laughs> oh man! So what, what previously was a normal, nice suburban, yeah, suddenly these people are like all up in their houses, looking down, going, "There's a shark in the street! <laughs> Someone kill it!" Did it finally make its way to a fish and chip shop? Or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It would have been a cool catch, just to say, "Hey, I caught a shark out of you know at the front of my house." That's that's something. That's not something you get to say every day. No, I, that's I know. Imagine just saying it would be like what? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so, it, it, you know what? It kind of does fit in because there are over five hundred bull sharks in the uh, Brisbane River, apparently. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, so I guess kind of just yeah. it's just Got swam stranded. up and naturally, yeah. yeah. The water's deep enough, and it's suddenly gone. Hey, I've got much more room than I used to have. Um, yeah, and then suddenly, oh no, I don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the article now. There's actually two, two sharks. There two sharks, two bull sharks. Swimming near a shop. <laughs> oh, man. I know. It's <laughs> you, just... Yeah, it's you never cr- know what dangers lurk in there, do you, until, until no. the water washes away. That's right. Mm. So, yeah, definitely crazy. Look, thank you for, uh, for sort of giving us that report uh, direct from Brisbane. No problem at all. Let us know if we can do anything. I don't know that we can, but... Um, no, probably not. But I, can, can, I can send you, you some can, gumboots. I'll send you yeah. breads. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> awesome, no problem at all. Actually, I, I, I kid you not. Apparently, New Zealand did donate a whole bunch of gumboots over there. Have, have you seen yep. them yet? I don't know if they turned. No, out. no, they haven't arrived yet. Oh, okay. Well, uh, apparently, there's, uh, I think six, six hundred thousand or something, or was it six hundred? Probably six hundred. Six hundred thousand's a, a little excessive. Thanks for the gift, but we don't, we don't want, we don't want over half a million pairs of boots well, just maybe arrived. Six hundred for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably thinking, these, what are these gumboots doing here? I'm, Stop I'm trying to get... <laughs> Enough of the gumboots already. All I've, all I've shoveled all morning is gumboots. <laughs> just, yeah, they'll be cleaning up gumboots. No, no longer worried about the mud. It's like this deluge of gumboots. Yeah, you'll be happy when you finally make it down to the silt at the bottom. Oh, finally we've got exactly. through the gumboots. Here's the silt. <laughs> Maybe it was 600. But anyway, we sent a whole pile of gumboots, which um, um, is, is true. It's not a joke. So there you go. Awesome. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's all right. I, I didn't send them. <laughs> anyway, that's episode 99. Cameron, thank you once again for doing the show with me. No problem at all. Happy to be here. We're always happy to have you on the show, so do join us another time. Will do. And thank you to all our listeners. Hope you enjoyed the show. I know you'll enjoy the next one because it's our 100th episode, so don't miss it. See you all again next week. Till then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.